teachers can become some of the most profitable online business owners. It is all about choosing the right business model, implementing a few key strategies, and your mindset. Welcome to the Dream Builder Teachers Podcast. With thousands of listeners, it's the go-to podcast for helping teachers to grow an online business. I'm your host, Kristen, a former first grade teacher. I've been an entrepreneur for over seven years, and together, we are going to ignite your passion, create more income for your family, and make a bigger impact on the world. Let's transform your life and legacy starting right now. Hey, welcome to the podcast today. Today we're talking about how to save time when you're first building a business. Actually, you know what? How to save time when you're building a business always because there's a lot of tips and tricks and strategies that I'm going to give you today in this episode that will help you as a business owner a year down the road, two years down the road, or even if you're just starting out, okay? When it comes to creating a business, so many people say that time is an issue. After all, don't we all wish we had more time in the day? Or maybe that's just me because I surely wish that I had more time in the day. Now, I've had seasons in my business where I've only been able to work five hours a week. And I've also had seasons where I can work 15 hours a week. It really depends on the season of my kids, the school schedule, and everything. And after this past year, I've learned that things are just never for sure. You never know when all of a sudden you're going to have three kids home full time and you're going to have zero hours to work by yourself, right? You just never know. And so we have to learn to work smarter, not harder. And there's certain things that you can do to set yourself up to be successful no matter how much time you have. Now, today I want to share with you some tips and strategies to make sure that you are saving time in your business. After all, most people start a business for time freedom, right? And I know if you are still in the classroom and also trying to build your business, it can be so hard to know how to fit it all in. So first, let's get honest with ourselves, right? Where are you spending your time? Are you binge watching Netflix? Are you scrolling social media? You know that screen time tracker on your iPhone, if you have an iPhone, is pretty alarming and insightful. Pay attention. Where are you spending your time? I know it's not always easy to want to work in the early morning or late at night, and I know it's not easy to work on Saturday mornings because I've done it all. But most entrepreneurs would agree the trade-off is worth it, and it won't be that way forever. So much of building a business is doing what others won't do so that in the future, you'll be able to live like others can't. And I remember my coach, my very first coach I ever hired, told me that you use most of the fuel during takeoff. So you use most of your fuel when you're in the building phase. So you're using all this fuel. It doesn't mean you'll be like that way forever, but we have to be willing to take off. We have to be willing to put in that effort. So what does that mean? Head down, do the work, right? So we have to do the work. Also, here's another reality check because I've had to give myself this reality check. How much time are you spending learning? You know, podcasts like this one, books, Facebook Lives, courses, boot camps, workshops. How much time are you spending learning? Are you listening to five different people on podcasts? Are you listening to every single thing they put out there? Now, I do the same thing because I'm a natural learner. I love to learn and research and try new things. But it can lead me down a a rabbit hole of shiny object syndrome meaning that I see someone else doing something, that means I need to do that too. 
It can lead me to imposter syndrome, meaning I feel like I don't have what it takes to be as successful as them, or they've got better ideas than me, or they know more what they're talking about. And it also leads to inactivity. Because when our brain is overloaded, we don't know how to take action. It's almost like we just keep throwing more information at it. And how do we actually take action after we have all that information? It's like our brain doesn't even know what the first step is. So there needs to be a balance between learning and implementing. One of the things I've committed to this year is implementing. Putting my head down and doing the work. So I often will be like, I think I should try this or I should try that. Oh, I like how they're doing that. I'm going to do that too. And you know what ends up happening is I end up kind of spinning in circles. So this year I committed to implementing, putting my head down, doing the work. I had certain projects that I wanted to do this year, things that I wanted to try. And I kept thinking of different ideas or things I wanted to try also. And I pulled those away and said, nope, there's this one thing that I'm trying to build. And I know I need to build one thing at a time. So that meant for me, listening to less content, less podcasts, taking less courses. And I know that sounds kind of cliche because you're listening to my podcast right now and I'm so grateful you're here, but make sure you are giving yourself seasons of rest and seasons of implementing, not just learning. Okay. Because I don't know if you're anything like me. If you're a teacher or a former teacher, you likely are. And you like to learn. You like to try new things and learn new things. And I'm very much a visionary. That means I can see the vision and I can make visions. I know where I'm going. I know where I want to be. And I think of new ideas and I want to try new ideas all the time. But I have to pull myself back constantly. Sometimes it's a daily struggle, honestly. So make sure you are balancing between the learning in the implementing. You can't do them both all the time and do them well. So not only do we have to be honest with where we are spending our time outside of our business and inside of our business, but also are we spending our time in a smart way? We need to work smarter, not harder. As an entrepreneur, there's no boss. There's no boss telling you what you need to do when you need to get something done and how. That is a struggle for a lot of people. You have to be self-driven and motivated. And that's why it's not for everyone, because we have to be self-driven and motivated. But one of the ways that you can make yourself more self-driven and motivated is with systems. Having systems in your business so that you know what you need to do, what you need to get done, and so you actually get things done. It's never too early to start implementing systems. So I can give you some examples of different systems, but basically look at what you're doing. Are you posting on social media? Are you emailing your list? Are you creating a course? What are you doing? Each of those things should have a system. So just willy-nilly, just going through the day and doing something on your to-do list is not going to actually get you to accomplish much of anything because you're constantly spinning in circles and your brain is constantly going back and forth between different tasks. That's really hard. So like today for me is a podcast production day. And so I have spent all morning on podcast stuff. I've emailed some interviewees coming in. I've wrote some show notes. I've wrote some blog posts. I've checked on our systems for our podcast. I've done all things podcast today. And well, there's a couple times where I've been kind of straying away, looking at different things. I keep bringing myself back and keeping myself focused on one thing. 
Because believe it or not, podcast production isn't as easy as just sitting in front of a microphone and uploading the episode. There are things that need to be done, like researching the topics, kind of creating show notes, creating the intros or the outros for the podcast, editing, pushing out the content to the people so people actually hear it. And I have an entire system for this. There are tons of project management tools like Asana, Trello, Monday.com. I personally use Asana. I have used Trello before too. Asana, I don't know. I just It's a personal preference on the layout of the way it looks. And I just use the free version. But I personally use Asana. That's how I communicate with my team. So we have a system for the podcast production. And through that system, I can contact and make sure that the editor knows that there's a podcast ready to go. My content creator knows that she can grab it and make graphics for me and she can get things uploaded and ready for me. It's those little tiny steps that you take that don't seem like much, but we have to have a system in place. We have to have certain things. So certain Google Drive folders, certain steps to take. And do you know what happens when I don't use the system? I spin my wheels. I'm behind on recording. Episodes aren't getting out. I'm not making show notes. So I definitely recommend having a system for everything you do. So if you are a person that posts on Instagram, make yourself a system. When are you going to make the content? When are you going to schedule it out? Okay. I'll talk a little bit more about this in a second, but We really want to make sure that we have systems in place, that we know exactly what we're doing, and it's never, ever too early to start this. It will help you majorly if you start it in the beginning. So let's say you are a person that's actually recording your online course. What is the system for recording your online course? So what are you doing? You're probably creating the slide deck, right? You're uploading the slide deck. You're recording, right? and you're uploading it to your course software, okay? Maybe there's some graphics that go with that. What are all the steps that you take? Once you lay those out for yourself, you'll be amazed at how much it really clears up your brain and your mind, okay? And that leads me into another idea for you to save time in your business, and that is with hiring. I know it can feel weird to hire some things out, especially if you're first starting out or not making the kind of revenue profit you want to, But hiring out to do small tasks not only frees up your time, but it also frees up your brain power. There are many ways to hire help in your business that fit within your budget. One of the things that I would check out is Upwork.com. Look on there and see if you can find someone that is within your budget to hire out to do these small tasks, the small things that take you a while to do, whether that be uploading a slide deck, making a graphic, making your slide deck. Um, making graphics for Instagram, any of those small little things, they don't seem like much, but when you add them all up, you could spend your whole day doing those things and never actually get anywhere in your business because you're doing all these little tasks, okay? And truthfully, we can't be good at everything and we can't possibly do everything. If you're watching someone in a big business and you see a mentor online and you are amazed at how much they are doing, I promise you they're not doing it all themselves. Okay. I would start with hiring out your weakness, not your blind spot. So if your weakness is creating consistent content, what can you do to get help? If your weakness is not creating the slides for your course, you keep putting them off and putting them off. What can you do to get help? Could you type it all up in a Google doc? hand it to someone and have them make the slides. 
Or are you spending hours editing course videos? By the way, I don't necessarily think that that's necessary. But if that is something that you are trying to do, if you're spending hours editing course videos, why? When someone else can be helping you with that. Trust me, hire before you're ready. Hire someone for even just a few hours a week. It will give you double that time back because your energy and mind will be clear. It will be taken off your plate and you can have more time to be creative and do the things that you are gifted with doing. Okay. So batching is another really important thing for you to do. I kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier, but I typically try to record one to three episodes in one day. Three gets a little bit tricky for my brain to actually show up in the right way. So I try to do two, but if I can, I try to do more than that. I try to do three just because that way I have my microphone set up, my computer is set up, I'm in my office. Those little things save me a ton of time and being in the right mindset and having the right amount of energy showing up. You know, yesterday I might not have shown up in the same way as I have today. So we need to make sure that we're batching the content because everything is ready for us then. I've been working on batching things for summer. I have three kids home in the summer and my house is never quiet. There's either a dog barking, some arguing, of course, motor noises for my five-year-old driving his trucks or a ridiculous YouTube video playing. If you know, you know what I mean. So what can you do now to set yourself up for summer? And what can you batch? What are the things that you could spend one Saturday morning doing and get it done? Is it the course slide decks? Could you create them all in one morning? Is it the course videos? Could you create a few in a day? Okay, batching that. Or is it Instagram posts that you're falling behind on? What is it that you have in your business that you're constantly falling behind on that you could batch and have it all done in one day? Okay. And here is my last tip for you. I have had so many lessons in my business and my years of business, if you haven't noticed, but one of these lessons is all about bootstrapping. Now, bootstrapping is basically saying you don't have a lot of money to spend in your business. You don't have a big budget or you're just really nervous to spend money in your business. And sometimes we have to bootstrap because of the season of life we're in. I've been there before. That means we use smaller price programs or an older computer, an older microphone. We do what we can to get by and that's okay for a season. Totally okay for a season. But I want to forewarn you that using those smaller price programs may actually cost you more time because it will feel like you're duct taping things together. And many times it takes you more time to get a course launched because you're too busy with all of the tech problems to duct tape everything together. I did this for far too long and it's something I battle with often. I'm constantly thinking, oh, I could just do it this way. This will be cheaper. Or I'll just do it this way. This will be easier. And you know what happens? Pretty much every single time I have some big tech problem where I end up spending five days to try to fix it. Well, what did I lose in those five days? A lot of time. I could have been showing up here, giving more content, finding more people that want to hear my message, right? So sometimes doing those little smaller price programs or bootstrapping things actually takes you more time, which means it will take you longer to make money in your business. And ultimately, you are here to make an income and find more people to impact. And if you can't have the time to find the people to impact because you're too busy duct taping the small price programs together, where is that getting you, right? And let's talk about my computer So 
I was in a season where my mom was sick and she was dying and I wasn't spending a lot of time in my business, but I needed a computer because my computer was like literally falling apart. I needed a new computer. Well, a friend was selling hers used. It was an Apple, never had an Apple MacBook before. I thought this is perfect. I'll get a new computer. Apples are great. I love apples. Never had one before, but I love the Apple products that I do have. So I bought this computer from her. And within a couple months, I realized that I could not update the software. So I could not update the iOS on the computer. So I duct taped things together. Not, I'm talking like figuratively. I duct taped things together to make it work. But what was happening was I would create a, a video and it would crash and I would lose the whole video. Or because it was so old, I couldn't airdrop from my phone to my computer. So when I'd record a video on my phone, I would have to go to the coffee shop to upload it to Google Drive and then upload it to my computer to put it on software. And let me tell you how much time that took, right? That took a lot of time, not to mention the things that I lost along the way. So when I got this new computer, I didn't really think it was going to make that much of a difference because our internet where we live is just not very fast. So the upload speed is very slow. But when I first loaded up the internet browser, I was impressed with how much faster just the internet browser loaded because the computer is updated with the updated speeds of everything. So I can assure you that I have gotten way more time back just from getting a new computer. And it was something I was kind of dragging my feet on because I wanted to hit a certain goal before I did it. It was almost like this pride thing. Like I had to have this pride thing of duct taping a computer together. You know, I'm bootstrapping my business to get this off the ground. And once I get to the goal I want to be at, then I can buy a new computer. And finally, one day my husband just said, what would it cost for a new computer? And I told him what I was looking at. And he's like, well, what is it costing you to not have the computer? And I'm like, a lot of time. And ultimately... A lot of money. So sometimes the littlest things that we are doing are what is taking us all of our time. So I hope that this was helpful today. Honestly, we love to hear comments on what episodes are your favorite. Screenshot the episode and share it on Instagram. Tag me at Dream Builder Teacher so I know what you like because I want to make sure that I'm delivering the right content to you that it's actually helpful for you. And if you love it, just DM me on Instagram and let me know. Also, if you leave a review on the podcast on Apple iTunes, screenshot it, send me an email, support at kristenmoss.com, and we'll send you a special something, okay? Take care, guys. See you next time. And that's it for another episode of the Dream Builder Teachers podcast. If you are looking for more, come hang out with me over on Instagram. Just search for Dream Builder Teacher. And I would be so grateful if you could share the podcast with your friends by making a screenshot on your phone, popping it into your Instagram stories, and tag me at Dream Builder Teacher. See you next time.